the right time. 6th of August, 2020. There are a few places in the world where I can truly feel at ease. A handful of feelings of playing with the sensation of being home, such as the initial exit from the aeroplane at Ibiza Airport. Also, the initial exit from the airport at Ibiza Airport. Walking through the cold blast of recycled air, the doors sliding apart and the warm, welcoming handshake of the Ibizan hospitality as a human environment comes to celebrate my return. I feel at home in Ibiza. I only go to a few locations, Ibiza Town, San Anne, Santolalia, but I feel like I know them well enough. Santolalia is my spiritual home on the island. It has the first beach in the Balearics that was established smoke-free at the other side of town to the street of restaurants. The old jail next to the old police station, opposite the new familiars. The town hall sitting atop the high street with market stalls and the water features that run the length of the road jewellery family that served me since 2005. Yet there are even fewer places where I can sit and feel like I belong. Somewhere I could use as a bolt hole and be welcomed, not be judged and not be bothered. Almost like a regular extra for cheers back in the 80s and 90s. One place used to be Daffer's in the restaurant street in Santralalia. Fortunately, they've been closed for a while now. Another was a barber shop in East London where I used to go to relax, get my hair cut and forget about the world. A Costa Coffee, in fact three of them. I used to study there and only converse when I wanted to. That was a pleasant feeling. I have a few pubs where I sit by myself, but I'm simply a face there. I've probably got my own nickname, but that's a part of the anonymous charm which solitude provides. I thought, after watching like and interacting with the croissant show on Instagram, that I'd feel a sense of pride or even recognition when I visited them in uh, Ibiza town last year. Nothing like that at all. At most I felt dejection and an anti-climax similar to when meeting an old mate after many years apart, only to find the connection had run its course after many years apart. Okay, so what has this all to do with Paris? I found my haven, my writing spot, my joie de vivre, my meeting place and rendezvous. Even my je ne sais pas quoi, I don't know what place. Actually, je ne sais pas comment appeler mon le d'écriture is probably a better fit. My French is very poor and equates to many quick flick on Google Translate. It'll do for now, I guess. And for those wondering, including myself, when I look back in many years, it means I don't know what to call my place of writing. My 
my little round table, the round table paper cloth place, matching beer mats before my drinks were expertly served by Nicholas, creates a finishing touch to where I can see myself holding interviews with locals, reporters and people of interest. It would also serve well as a table to eat and drink at whilst entertaining friends and family. However, because of the size, it could only really be one at a time. But I'm sure I could get round that intentional pun. I miss seeing A in Ilford. Many an afternoon on a Saturday spent slaving away, scanning their shirts, looking for anything to wear for my night out with my mate Steve that evening. Bright colours with black trousers and shoes, that was my thing. I still like bright colours, but trousers tend to be jeans or another colour of trouser. And dancing is virtually non-existent, especially in the disco. But just down the road from Galerie Lafayette on the way to Printemps is an actual CNA. I was first aware of their survival back in 07 when I took a trip to Bruges and spotted one down a side street. Hope was revived. But I had to wait another 10 years before finding this one. And to be fair, it could have been a main street in Bruges as they all seemed pretty narrow. On my first photo's time mooching around Paris, I ended up buying a hat from CNA. A very nice hat. Yep, no colourful shirts were there for me. I have to visit Primark to get these. Not just Hawaiian shirts, but polo shirts too. And incidentally, there's a selfie out there of me in the Père Tranquille cat. I'm wearing the purple Primark polo shirt. I miss seeing A in Ilford. Many an afternoon on a Saturday spent slaving away, scanning their shirts, looking for anything to wear for my night out with my mate Steve that evening. Bright colours with black trousers and shoes, that was my thing. I still like bright colours, but trousers tend to be jeans or another colour of trouser. And dancing is virtually non-existent, especially in the disco. But just down the road from Galerie Lafayette on the way to Printemps is an actual CNA. I was first aware of their survival back in 07 when I took a trip to Bruges and spotted one down a side street. Hope was revived. But I had to wait another 10 years before finding this one. And to be fair, it could have been a main street in Bruges as they all seemed pretty narrow. On my first photo's time mooching around Paris, I ended up buying a hat from CNA. A very nice hat. Yep, no colourful shirts were there for me. I have to visit Primark to get these. Not just Hawaiian shirts, but polo shirts too. And incidentally, there's a selfie out there of me in the Père Tranquille cat. I'm wearing the purple Primark polo shirt. I've been sat writing for about an hour now. I'm nesting with my Diablo Mont avec Limonade et Rhum Verdeau. Yes, it seems like my French has come along well, except I pretty much took this straight off the menu and added a little schoolboy knowledge to it. I've had decent children in my croque-madame, and yet aside from Nicolas wanting payment to finish his shift, I've been left alone. This is nice considering the heatwave and the creative flow that I found myself with. Last night was a different story. My girlfriend and I left Novotel 17 for quick G7 cab ride to Chapri à la Toile d'Or, just off Avenue Aram. This was a road I traversed many times last year and how I came to find Boulangerie de Parc Marceau, 
Café Noisette shop. The evening was expectedly quiet for Paris, especially during these times. The older man sat there, glass in hand, appeared to be slightly put out when requested to serve us. He explained that many hotels and restaurants had closed at the beginning of the French pandemic and few had survived to reopen. The summer had provided no respite as either tourists didn't come or locals stayed away. The Egyptian with his correctly placed face mask had a sad expression in his eyes. During a two hour stay only one other table sat to eat. He also gave a bottle of water away to a man that was asking us and the Italians for money. Not a successful night for the owner. Second spikes, air bridge collapses, quarantines for returnees and the flu season all look set to place a huge crevice in the profits of the tourist trade. Globally. Things aren't permanent and at some point it shall recover. But whilst governments still flip-flop about and not face the facts, as well as granting huge contracts to silly companies for useless equipment, nothing will be solved. Results will still be fabricated and sent out to the public, creating false answers to questions not asked. And questions asked will still remain unanswered.